On this episode of the 2X e-commerce podcast show, we're going to be talking about key news headlines in the month of March that everyone involved in e-commerce should be aware of. Do stay tuned. Welcome to 2X e-commerce, the e-commerce marketing growth podcast where you ask questions and I, Kenei, answers them. Also hear from proven marketing growth experts who are number one or number two in specialist areas of online retail marketing. So if you work in or own an online retail business, listen in, get involved, join me and let's put some fuel to skyrocket your e-commerce growth. So on inbound marketing strategies, how do you beat Amazon? Natural search and our search engine position is critical to the customer flow through the website. I personally would not have an account process interrupt checkout flow at all. My favorite customer lifetime value calculation is an easy one. It's your average order value times that purchase frequency times uh, your customer lifespan. I'm Kune Campbell. Let's get rolling. This episode is brought to you by Clavio. It is a game-changing email automation tool specifically built for scaling e-commerce businesses. I'm not just saying it. I use Clavio in my e-commerce store and in stores I advise for. Household names in the e-commerce space such as Brooklyn Inn, Bonobos, and Chobbies use Clavio. Here's why. Clavio has one of the most impressive feature sets in the e-commerce email personalization space at the moment. Besides the one-click setup, Clavio's Pixel tracks visitor behavior to help you set up highly effective custom email funnels. Clavio also offers pre-built autoresponders for cart abandonment, upsells, and win-back campaigns. Clavio's most game-changing feature is its Facebook audiences integration, which helps your email list to sync up with your Facebook ad campaigns. So as you continue to scale up your store, Clavio will help automate a lot more sales. Try Clavio today on Clavio.com, spelt K-L-A-V-I-Y-O.com. Hi, 2Xers. Welcome to the 2X e-commerce podcast show. I'm your host, Kune Campbell, and this is the e-commerce podcast dedicated to rapid growth in online retail. Today's episode is going to be very, very different, um, and I've decided I'm going to make it consistent. It's the end of the month. It's the very last day of March, if you're listening to this um, when it's released. And I thought that, um, you know, what news stories, you know, what news stories can help you guys, um, well, should every body involved in e-commerce, you know, um, know about in the month of March. So what I intend to do going forward is at the end of every month, I will summarize all articles I've curated, you know, basically that um, have a significant impact on um, on e-commerce in general. And um, I would just share or talk about them, you know, so you could either learn about it or, you know, carry out further research on, on the topics. And um, yeah, I'm going to, um, I'm going to shoot, you know, when everyone's ready, which will be right now. Okay. So month of March started with bad news um, in general retail. Um, I'm not going to talk too much about this, but, um, you know, in the US, Abercrombie, um, you know, closed 60 stores in the UK um, on the 19th of March, Maplin, um, which is an electronics, um, a specialist electronics retailer, been around for, for several decades. They um, are closing down, um, essentially. Um, the big one, which you 
everyone knows about is Toys R Us on the 22nd. In fact, um, on the 22nd of March, um, their founder died. It was quite ironic, you know, Charles Lazarus, he died at 94 after the bad news that Toys R Us was closing all stores in the US and they were closing all stores in the UK. And I'm quite sure it's um, quite similar across, you know, the world. Um, so Toys R Us closed down, um, was closing down or announced its closure in March. Maplin, Abercrombie and a few other UK retailers um, are finding, you know, um, you know, managing rents, you know, and um, selling, you know, to customers in, in this new age of the mobile um, quite challenging. So um, what does that mean for e-commerce? Um, it just means, you know, us in the e-commerce, you know, consumer habits are changing or have changed, you know, basically. So we need to continue doubling down, you know, on, on new technology, on emerging technology. We need to keep our eyes, you know, um, you know, beyond the, the, um, the, the dashboard, you know, we really need to look, you know, over the horizon whilst at the same time still, you know, um, seeing what's in front of us. So, so right now, um, we're in a mobile first world and I'm going to talk about Google's announcements, you know, with regards to, to the mobile, you know, being in a mobile first world, but we're in a mobile first world right now. And, um, what's beyond, you know, um, mobile first world, um, we're looking at, um, you know, more immersive experiences, video, we're still, we're, we're, you know, video is emerging to be a very, very strong, you know, contender, um, you know, as video replaces in, to a certain degree, you know, in, in, in person, you know, um, social interactions. Um, so, so video is quite important. Um, not, not only video, um, VR, virtual, virtual reality, augmented reality. These are things you need to be looking, you know, forward, you know, just keeping an eye and making sure that, you know, eventually you, you, you get around. I remember, um, we did an article when um, Tom Cook from Apple, this is either in February or, or January, um, visited the Shopify, you know, headquarters and, um, and, and the Shopify, um, you know, CEO was, was, was talking about, um, um, augmented reality with Apple devices and e-commerce. So, so these, these are coming, you know, and, um, you just need to be aware of new technology and, um, you know, um, consumers, the way consumers shop, the way they discover products has changed. You know, consumers are discovering, you know, products on, um, on social media. Um, and, um, they're talking about products on, on instant messaging apps like um like whatsapp and um and, and facebook messenger and people are purchasing more and more on their phones now so and then there's voice you know voice is huge and um alexa is is training you know app you know amazon's echo is training you know consumers you know, small group of consumers right now on, on how to shop with um with voice so you have that um one big thing apple is not doing which with which might come back and bite them in the future is really improving on Siri. You know, I want Siri eventually to be able to recognize my, my voice and interact with me. You know, Siri is a bit, you know, um, convoluted to say the least. Um, you need to press a button to interact with Siri. You know, it's just not really what it should be. And Echo, you know, and um, Google, you know, um, Google Assistant are way, way, way ahead of, um, of Alexa. With that being said, 
those are the class dojo. Uh, those are the class, um, the, the store closure, um, you know, um, um, you know, store closures you should be aware of. Another big news this month in, in March was, um, Instagram. Instagram rolled out shoppable Instagram across eight new countries. Um, it was initially only available, you know, in the US on the 20th of March. Um, you know, um, shoppable Instagram posts were rolled out to Australia, Brazil, Canada, France, Germany, Italy, Spain, and the UK. And I tested it for, you know, um, across the board. It was hit and miss um, for some stores I'm, I'm involved in. Um, it didn't work. And they're based in the UK and the US. And for other stores, it, I didn't even need to install any apps. It just, um, I, I think I just went into Instagram um, and connected the products section and um it worked you know quite instantly and i think it's it's really interesting i'm seeing more interaction still on instagram it's just been 10 days anyway i'm seeing more interaction with biolink clicks rather than um from rather than in person you know rather than um on post um clicks you know the shoppable clicks but we'll see how that goes you know going going forward um then Biggest news in the world of digital this month was the Cambridge Analytica user data scandal, basically involving you know Facebook and um, how um, you know Cambridge Analytica, this um, data company, used um, pretty much exploited you know um, Facebook's um, privacy policy to for 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 political you know promotions and, and gains and you know for me um you know ethically you know what they did was totally wrong but um that my learning point you know i'm putting on my business and marketing hat is that um facebook have mastered the science of persuasion when you're in a controlled environment okay and um with that with that they were able to manipulate the um obviously with the right kind of content with the right kind of ads the people who used um the teams that used um the insights from you know the hack you know pretty much from cambridge and analytica were able to change perceptions were able to 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 change um not just perceptions but actions of of people and the the big learning for us in in the world of e-commerce here is that um Facebook is hugely powerful um, as a marketing platform to meet our sales objectives, you know, um, ethically or, or non-ethically. It's, it's like a superpower. You decide to use it for good or evil. It just shows the immense influence, immense potential of Facebook as a platform in, in terms of shifting, you know, the mindsets. And I think that's the most powerful, um, super power, you know, any, anybody or any, any organization, you know, can have. So if you're not necessarily doubling down on, on Facebook, you know, as, as a, as a platform, um, for, for your advertising, uh, you know, um, you, you might be, missing a huge opportunity because what is likely going to happen off the back of this which we're already seeing because i i heavily you know um i heavily advertise on facebook you know i spend 
you know, tens of thousands of dollars every month on Facebook. And what we're seeing now are restrictions. Um, so if like um, Facebook has put restrictions on their messenger bots, you, you're not now able to create any apps right now on Facebook. It's a suspension pending when they tidy up their privacy you know um you know the, the privacy issues and the reason why is they do not want to be regulated they do not want to be compliant to any specific organization so they're trying to self-regulate themselves and um so they're they're putting a lot of brick walls so right now we're not able to see audience data when we target audiences whether they're you know interest or um you know whether we upload our data to facebook you know whether it's an email list uploaded to facebook facebook is not giving us numbers it kind of reminds me of the not provided you know um phase in in the world of seo with google um when google stopped sharing um search volume facebook is no longer sharing you know audience size so it's going to make it challenging if you're just starting with facebook because you don't you're you're going in blind you don't know the size of audiences you're, you're actually targeting so um with that being said my my takeaway is um you know um facebook is immensely powerful cambridge analytica was unethical you know at the time but the the future really is um is data you know the future is data and um you know the Barack obama um you know campaign utilized you know um you know facebook they used it in a much more ethical you know um manner but you could just see trends here that um, to win elections now politically you know social media is very important we don't know what the future is going to look like with reg- with facebook regulating itself or whether they're going to be major regulations number two if you're trying to, to grab market share facebook is essential it's it's really key and it, it's 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 brought on a lot of other you know questions um the media is not happy about facebook because um you know facebook controls the distribution of you know information because you know every media out there that's not digital um is pretty much dead so um because facebook is a gatekeeper you know um there, there's been a lot of um you know just discourse you know out there but we'll, we'll we'll see and um you know update you at the end of of april with um with how things go but um yeah if you're not on facebook you know um just just get onto it and also consider buying facebook shares they 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 dropped quite significantly and i'm just bullish about you know that platform you know in general um they, they they've done more things well than they've done you know bad things and um yeah it's a it's kind of like uh it's opinion basically that that's my opinion and that's that's where it is now um the other big was that f- google has finally this was on the 26th so it was monday the 26th it's finally gone mobile first indexing so um when google's robots crawl you know the internet when Google crawls the internet, it is only crawling first the mobile versions of sites, which is huge, pretty huge. Uh, I'd say this came in quite late um, because um, some verticals, you know, have um, close to 90%, you know, um, of conversions occurring on mobiles anyway. So um, what this is, um, what this is just um, validating is, 
that um, we live in uh, more, but they're more mobile devices than they are, you know, desktops by, you know, a significant um, um, proportion. And um, so we're living in a mobile first world. And um, now that mobile first indexing is, is where it is, um, pages on Google will be indexed and ranked based on their, you know, on the primary mobile, what it looks like on mobile devices. So your content on your mobile is what would determine your, um, your SEO, um, strength, you know, on, on Google. And that, that is, you know, pretty huge in itself. So, um, mobile indexing is important. You have to have, you know, a fast loading, um, according to Google, fast loading, um, you know, um, site on, on mobile. So you need to think about not just it loading on Wi-Fi, but, you know, loading on, you know, on cellular connections, you know, 3G, 4G. Um, so, so it's, it's pretty huge. Um, and, um, you know, um, if, if you, I think in e-commerce, you should, you know, um, if you're in e-commerce, you should, um, it's free traffic. I, I'm not a proponent of, invest in heavy resources. If you're a mid-tier, you know, um, e-teller, heavy resources in SEO, I think you should, you should get the fundamentals in, you know, get an expert in for a bit, um, understand what needs to be done and, um, do it and just keep building your brand. That's my opinion. But, um, you know, a lot of people beg to differ. There's some businesses that, you know, exist off the back of SEO. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it was pretty big news. Um, and, um, yeah, so I think the, the final, um, the final one is, um, final piece of, um, the final, you know, um, noteworthy development in, um, in, in, in the month of March is it's Google again. Um, so Google, um, rolled out a, um, a feature, um, and they're rolling out with a small batch of big retailers in the US. And it's pretty much a revenue share, um, you know, a marketplace type um, model where Google ad- will advertise, you know, their products on Google search in the Google shopping search. And um, for every sale made via, you know, um, the Google shopping, they will get a cut you know, basically. Um, so basically I think it's one or 2%. Um, so there are no actual, you know, um, there are no actual numbers on, on commissions, but, um, so some of the partners, um, like target, um, targets customers for, for customers who adopt the, the Google integration, they're going to get about 5% off what they purchase. And, um, it's very much going to be, um, Google shopping action based. That's the name of the, the program. And it's very much voice, you know, driven. And it's, it's really meant to take on Amazon's, you know, um, Alexa, the, 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 the echo. Um, hope it doesn't, you know, that's it on the background here, but, um, it, it is really meant to take it to, to take up voice search, you know, and, um, just expect a, a lot of action, you know, um, a, a lot of activity, in in a in a few in in a few months or in in about twelve months from now, in in that state in in, in that place, I'm just going to read something out, you know, to you. Um, the U.S. technology companies teaming up with retailers, including Target, Walmart, Coop, Home Depot, Costco, 
Wholesale Comp and Ultra Beauty Incorporated. Under a new program, retailers can list their products on Google Search as well as on Google Express Shopping Service and Google Assistant on mobile phones and voice devices. In exchange, Google's listing for Google's listings and like and linking to retailers' loyalty programs, retailers pay Google a piece of each purchase, which is different from payments that retailers make to place ads on Google's platforms. The listings will appear under sponsored shopping results and will not affect regular search results on Google, the company said. Google's pitch to retailers is a better chance to influence shoppers' purchasing decisions, a move that is likely to help them compete with rival Amazon.com INC. Google hopes the program helps retailers capture more purchases on desktop cell phones and smart home devices with voice search, the next frontier for e-commerce. So, you know, pretty much, um, you know, as I said earlier, we in the e-commerce, you know, world need to be, you know, forward thinking or else um, just like, you know, Toys R Us, um, Maplin, Abercrombie and, you know, these old time retailers, um, we may be affected. We need to, we need to be technology companies in our DNA, um, in terms of like, we don't necessarily need to make the technology, but we need to embrace technology at the core and also be merchandisers, you know, on on the other end of, or innovators, you know, product innovators on the other end of the scale. So, um, that is all, you know, for the month of March. And I hope to keep this consistent, you know, so at the end of April, um, expect to hear another, you know, episode similar to this. Um, guys, um, if wherever you're listening, enjoy, you know, the Easter, um, if you celebrate Easter and, um, I will catch you on the next show, the E2X e-commerce podcast. Thank you so much for listening and, you know, um, catch you later. Bye-bye. So that was a wrap on this week's episode of 2X e-commerce. Remember, you can catch me every week and also send your questions and comments on Twitter using the hashtag 2XEcommerce. Keep yourself in the loop by subscribing to this podcast on iTunes or your favorite podcasting app. It only takes a few seconds and it means you'll get the most up-to-date episodes to help you grow your online store. Do have a good one till I catch you on the next show. Bye-bye.